Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a cup of warm tea. And the reason for this is because I'm going to talk about something that's a little touchy. I want to talk a little bit about toxic work environments. And I find tea can be pretty relaxing and soothing. So that's why <laughs> I'm drinking it today. Um, so it's very intentional. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about toxic work environments. I mean, if you look this up, there's a ton of reasons um, that make an environment toxic to work in. What I'm talking about here, though, is more in the communication aspect. Communication itself um, is an umbrella for um, toxic work environments. So there's a lot of things under communication that go into it. So I want to touch on three things that over the years I've noticed um, have contributed to a toxic work environment that I was in, whether it was directly around me or whether it was around others that I saw and observed. So the first one, we're going to get right into it, is negative commentary. Like, have you ever walked into work in the morning expecting to have a good day? You had a good morning. The sun is shining. You walk in and there's that one person or that that group or clique that is just already talking negatively about work or about life they just have such a poor outlook on where they're at right now and that can be distracting and that could also be um, draining and that could also kind of suck you in right so you have to be careful and be observant of people in your space that 
are never happy, basically, who never find fulfillment in what they're doing day to day, who would rather be somewhere else all of the time, who don't find joy in their work anymore and are just venting. While I can empathize and while um, I can understand in some cases where they could be coming from, I also know that I am here to help others. And my instinct when people are negative is to help them. I want to help others see a different perspective and help them in that way. But I found that over the years, I've had to do the opposite and step back. I've had to keep my responses short and I've had to step back because if I don't, then I'm the one who's suffering from that. And because my energy is very sensitive and it's very limited in some ways, um, I have to be cautious of where I'm directing it. So I try to be aware, first of all, of people who might be negative all the time or most of the time. And I just try to create a safe space around myself that, um, that allows me to still kind of empathize with them, but also um, not get consumed by it and not um, also adopt or absorb that negativity myself because it's really easy to do so. You know, we all know that our brains are more wired in that direction than doing the opposite. So by being aware, you're also starting to kind of rewire those connections and in a sense, change your own thoughts and emotions. Secondly, have you ever worked among staff members or for an employer who was belittling who devalued your skills, who mainstreamed you as a person and for what you have to offer your patients every day. I often find that people who belittle others do so from an insecure space of their own or a struggling space of their own, and they're just simply projecting that out on a staff member that they can do that to. I'll never forget working a while back and I remember a nurse telling me this this was a while back we were chatting and you know she was a victim of like verbal and physical abuse at work and she got out of the environment but she was kind of reflecting and telling me the story behind it and I just couldn't believe that it had gotten to that point and it goes to show that that when you're in it, sometimes it's hard to be aware, right? Because you're in it, emotions run wild, and things happen. But there has to come a point where you have to stop it, right? If you're feeling like you're being belittled, you have to be the one to change. And I don't mean that in changing the other person. I think we we get hung up in that. I think we try to change people too much, or I think that we try to, um, we, like we dwell in why they're, they're treating you a certain way, when rather we can simply just stop the behavior by not putting ourselves in the situation. And sometimes you have to work with these people, right? So if you could develop the emotional resiliency to stand up for yourself and not be a victim in some way, 
um, then that would help you as well to be empowered, right? Um, but also start with the with the empathy to understand that perhaps this person is going through something themselves, and they're they're just projecting it onto you, and you're the person that's in the way, and you're the person who's unfortunately receiving it. But you are not a punching bag, you know, literally and um, contextually, you're you're not right. So people cannot treat you that way and you also have to kind of develop your own sense of self-worth and self-esteem and self-confidence in order to you know either avoid or redirect those types of situations and people and sometimes that takes guidance and that's one of the things that i help coach people on is you know how do i feel empowered in a space that is belittling me because i have to work i have to show up but how can i navigate around this person and, you know, there are steps in doing that. It's a bit of a process. Third, have you ever been in a work situation or around colleagues who just kind of crossed the line? They themselves perhaps are oversharers of their own life, and they expect you to be the same. And if you're not, they might make presumptions about you, right? They might make presumptions about your lifestyle. And... I learned a long time ago to not feed into this. You know, I couldn't believe sometimes um, some questions I was being asked. And I was like, really? And I would just deflect and I would navigate around it. Because, you know, I'm thinking these are some of the questions I would not tell, like, you know, someone super close to me personally. Why would I tell you when I don't really even know you? Like, why are you entitled to that information about me? So... In this situation, you know, I do deflect. I deflect very well. Um, and I also distract. So I also will, um, you know, ask them about themselves. I'll also talk about something more general. Um, but sometimes, you know, you can tell when someone's genuine and they, they're just, they see something and they're, you know, they're kind of asking if you're okay in a way and they're just, they're just kind of um, dripping that. But you can also see the difference between that and someone who's just kind of more on the gossipy side, um, who is just just chatting to chat and has no real regard for your emotions and um, the sensitivity of the questions or the topic that, that they're asking about. So in those cases, you know, like I said, you could deflect, you could distract, um, or you could just simply try to avoid those people if they make you feel uncomfortable in any way shape or form also understanding that that might not be their intention and in some cases it is some people thrive off of that in some way like making somebody feel uncomfortable um either way just try to um not be not be in that situation where you feel like if you don't say anything you know, people are going to judge you. They're going to think you're not a team player. They're going to think that, you know, you're not, you're not a part of the group or whatever. Um, but also you could answer in a way that still earns their respect. So let me know what you guys think. These are just some of the, the more detailed communication signs that I've noticed over the years working in toxic environments. Um, I haven't worked in that many, but it doesn't take many toxic environments um, to know 
what is toxic and what's not and and it shouldn't take many because the the hope is that you learn from them right and the hope is that you start to set a higher standard for yourself on the next journey that you go through sometimes you can change the situation um, it doesn't always mean you have to change jobs right but sometimes it takes our own changing and our own self-empowering and developing our own self-love and self-worth and self-compassion and confidence in order to overturn these types of situations and you know in the beginning i used to be someone who would get out of those situations like literally change careers or change jobs i mean um, but now i've learned to navigate within them because if i love what i do right if i love my job i have to take the good with the not so good and try to make it all good and i do that in a way that tries that i try to serve myself best in doing that and in hopes that i will better be able to serve my patients in the long run so let me know what you guys think i hope this has helped you i hope this has shed some perspective um, but if you like this podcast i would really appreciate it if you screenshotted it tag me shared it and i will do the same and tag you in return and until we chat next time guys remember to stay happy so if you guys like this podcast please subscribe and leave an honest review your feedback means everything to me your reviews are what moves this podcast forward and i always appreciate receiving them if you want to get a hold of me directly reach out to me on social media my handles are in the show notes and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jennifergeorge.co so that we can stay connected so until next time thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support support.